Stampede. Garner is at number 110, recorded 82221.
Winning is everything. At least, that's what we've been taught in this country. Like they say, nobody ever remembers who's number two. That is, unless number two becomes number one. Well, in the big picture, consumerism has taught us some very ugly principles. You want more with consumerism, and it becomes difficult to determine when you've had enough. Afghanistan is a good point in case. Twenty-odd years of trying to prove something can become tiresome. You see, the problem with American culture is that it thinks everybody would be better if they just lived as we do. I don't appreciate people hijacking aircraft and then flying them into the World Trade Center in New York City, or the Pentagon in Washington, D.C., or ending up crashing somewhere in Pennsylvania. No, I don't like that. But we Americans should realize what we have built for ourselves and how we control what is happening around the world isn't working. And I'll be frank about this. The politicians who have been in office for nearly 40 or 50 years should be held accountable for driving this country into ruin. 20 years in Afghanistan, and I don't know how many trillions of dollars, and not to speak of military and civilian deaths, wounded, should tell you something was wrong. We should look around and find out who gained by what we were doing. I mean, those were decisions made, and you better believe there were some people, politicians, military leaders, corporations, that got rich on policies that were destructive. They got rich. Now, I can't measure the anger that exists with the people in this country, but finding out who did what and taking away everything from those who received wealth for running a culture of destruction for the last 20 years may not be enough. But you know what? The propagandists that kept telling you everything was all right are going to keep telling you to hold on. We can fix what's wrong.
This show is being written on August 17th, one day after the capital of Kabul was captured and overrun by the Taliban in Afghanistan. I talk about the future, but since this show won't air for three weeks, I don't want to be slow in revealing old news. A lot of things have been happening. COVID, the crisis at our southern border, the stock market making new highs, Andrew Cuomo resigning from the office of the governor of New York. But what is about to happen in Kabul is going to continue to shake people up around the world. I'll say this as clearly as I can, because the facts are going to be hard to get. It's very possible thousands attempting to escape at the Kabul airport could be held hostage. The newly arrived leaders of the Taliban may attempt to extort something from America before people who worked for the U.S. government and even American citizens can be evacuated from that city. It's literally occupied by Taliban forces, and it's no exaggeration to say the Taliban will be seeking retribution for 20 years of American occupation and warfare. And they'll be demanding some things. They're no fools. They can stop the evacuation, and it won't be pleasant what they demand. The first sign will be they're preventing aircraft from landing or taking off. When that happens, the Biden administration and our military will be faced with having to retaliate. That's what some in our government will call for. And obviously, it could result in Taliban executing some people held hostage. That would be an ugly and dangerous mistake for both our government and the Taliban. Ransom, old-fashioned ransom, may be the way this will be resolved. But what our government will be required for the release of thousands of people captured in Kabul and in parts of Afghanistan will be hard to say. One thing is certain. Whatever we pay to the Taliban will not be revealed. It'll not be discussed in public. But we will pay.
It was said in ancient times, the world was flat. And if you traveled to its end, you'd find it was inhabited by dragons. Nowadays, we know the world is round, but guess what? The dragons aren't at the end. They can be found everywhere. For 20 years, our politicians and military leaders became rich, helping to fund and execute a foreign war that served no purpose. Oh, there was purpose, all right. They could be found on the board of directors on every corporation that supplied the needs for continuing a war at the other end of the world. And they claimed they did it because they could prove they could build a nation with our values. This country was betrayed. We asked men and women to give their last devotion for decisions that were made so some people in power could gain by what we did for 20 years at the end of the earth. And I, for one, will not forgive them for what they did. And yet, we haven't understood why we were attacked in 2001 at 9-11. Our leaders betrayed us into believing we were doing what was right, but we weren't. That has become obvious. Our safety, our well-being was used to promote a system that didn't work. We shouldn't have been selling weapons around the world. We shouldn't have demanded more. We should have found what was beautiful in this world. Instead, we lost the very meaning of who we could have been. I will never forgive for that betrayal, that deceit. You want me to entertain you. Well, I won't do that now because we've gone too far, too long, without realizing what has been done. We built a world of function without seeing meaning. Make it work without living in a place that we were connected to. We were an inch away from seeing what was beautiful. It was right in front of us. But we went to the other side of the world to look for dragons, and they defeated us.
yes, I'll never forgive what was done, and you shouldn't either. The people whose policies ran this country to ground aren't about to accept responsibility for what's taken place. In fact, they're very dangerous people, and they aren't going to stop. They'll blame our loss in Afghanistan on the Afghan army. And when they're done doing that and deflecting all blame on their policies, you know who will be next? Well, I'll tell you. It'll be the American people. That's who. You see, the people in power who have been running the show in this country for 50 years don't care if you have to take the blame for what is coming. They have theirs, and they aren't about to let go. So the natural choice when things start falling apart is going to be the American people. You're going to pay the price for their ineptitude. They'll say, America failed because we weren't teaching our young the right history about our country. We failed because we didn't consume enough to support the government's taxation. The country failed because you didn't trust the food we were eating or the water we were drinking because you didn't trust our elections, the money we used, the air we breathed. No, you didn't continue to believe the prices on Wall Street. You see, we lost the war in Afghanistan because Americans didn't trust in us, your leaders because you stayed poor, stupid, and lazy. You didn't work hard enough to support the system. You were too easily satisfied. You needed to want more, and we would have won in Afghanistan. We have the right system, but you people... American people, you let us down. Everything would have been all right. We just needed more people who thought the right way. That's why we lost in Afghanistan.
If you think you're going to escape from what's been happening, you're going to be in for a big surprise. And I don't mean like a big surprise party where everybody gets to slap each other on the back, playing a few happy tunes, having a few drinks, and laughing about old times. No, there aren't going to be those kinds of surprise parties. Recognition of what has taken place is going to lead to a reckoning, a dissolving, and retribution for what went on for the last 50 years in this country. 20 years in Afghanistan is going to leave a cost, and the people who ran that show are going to try to make you forget they didn't make the right decisions. And why should they be held accountable for helping to spread weapons around the world? They were helping to protect us. They'll just say we taught our people how dangerous this world is. We needed to prove it by putting our military to work to solve those dangers. You see, we allowed them to sell us that story, and we've been living with it for the last 50 years. Now they're going to blame you, the American people, for not believing in what they were saying. But that reckoning, that pain that's coming for the people in this country isn't for the ones at the top. Because they'll tell you, we have to start again. But you see, it's never been about making more for destruction, more weapons. No, that's what they wanted you to believe in all along. What we really needed was to look for what was beautiful, to teach our young how to create something beautiful. That was the path our leaders should have been putting us on. You want me to entertain you? Well, I won't do that because the surprise party is over. It's going to hurt what's coming. It was only in front of us just to see what was beautiful. And we were tricked into believing what we needed to do was destroy. This week on Garner Isn't, you first heard John Barry's compositions for the 1985 movie Out of Africa. The main theme, then Alone on the Farm, followed by If I Know a Song of Africa, and then the end title. Barry won an Oscar for the best original score of Out of Africa. Then, finally, you heard Howard Shore's composition, Wrath, from the movie Seven, a 1995 release. Stampede, written and performed by Edward Garner in Morro Bay and Paso Robles, California.